for some people, there would be a lot of shame to admit that you had to live in your car for a while. But for me, I, I would brag about it. Some of you have very thin layer of toenail on your pinky toe. Why is that? Why does it bug me? <laughs> it's it's weird to look at. And if you have one, I'm sorry I'm calling you out. But it's it's a little repulsive. I have some of my own repulsions, but we'll get into that another time. So, uh, I was doing laundry earlier, and I usually tend to read whenever whenever I'm waiting on my clothes to wash and dry, but I decided I would make a pros and cons list of moving into my vehicle, and I sort of went over that in a previous podcast, but that was more on, on the fly. I actually had time to think about this one. And uh, I gave it a, a tier system, like first tier, second tier, third tier. And each tier has its own points. So first tier would be 15 points, second tier 10 points, third tier uh, 5 points. So I'm going to go over with you each pro and con of moving into my vehicle. And obviously, before I go, I, I should admit that I did have a bias going into it. Like, I, I really wanted moving into my car to win. I wanted the, I wanted the pros that way to con. So I may have sort of gave certain pros higher value than they probably deserve. But that being said, uh, that's kind of a, an indication that I, I should do it anyway. But anyway, I'm going to start with the bottom tier, the third tier of the pros and cons, and we'll, I'll work my way up. So the first pro, the first third tier pro is an incentive to go to sleep earlier. And... Uh, I've I've always had an issue going to sleep because there's a movie I'm trying to finish or I'm just on my phone for too long, something. But the fact that um, the fact that I'll have to be more conservative with my power on my phone and other devices because I won't have instant access to outlets, it would require me to be on my phone less and. Also, the fact that there won't be much to do in the evenings, it'll just give me more of a sense to go to bed early. And that's not like, so it's a third tier, so it, it doesn't mean that it would have been a huge factor in my deciding, in my decision making of this, but it, it is a pro for sure. Uh, the other third tier pro is less stuff. So just less stuff to worry about, you know, the less things to have, less things to to use, 
And for some people that might be a con, but for me, the reason, the big reason I'm doing this is to have less stuff. Uh, yeah. So now on to the cons for the third tier. Uh, the first one is I can't make music. Like I, I, I'll probably have to set aside my guitar, my piano. Obviously, not probably, I will. I'm not going to fit all that into my car while I'm trying to sleep. So that's kind of a bummer, but again, it's a bottom tier con. It's, it's not a huge factor in my decision making. Like, uh, I can live with it. And so the other third tier for the con is I'll have to have storage. I'll, I'll have to have a monthly uh, rent on some place to put all my stuff. And maybe over time... I will, like, one by one sell off a few things and then get to a point where maybe I won't need storage, but I don't think it'll get to that point because I, <clears throat> I don't plan on selling my guitar or my piano, but at the most I could probably um, ship it back home to my mother or something and eventually pay for a less room, less roomy storage. So, because I'll have less stuff if I do end up selling, like, say, my television, my coffee table. Honestly, I'll probably just give away my coffee table and a few other things. But there are some things that I'm either going to sell or keep, but we'll see as time goes on. Uh, there's another third tier in the cons, which is no temperature control. I won't have AC. I mean, my car has it for sure, but I'm not going to keep it running all night. I I can live not having control of the temperature around me. I slept in my car in August, the hottest month of the year, and I did just fine. Yes, I did have a few sweaty nights, but there's ways to get around it. I could have bought... Uh, a small fan or something. And hopefully by August, hopefully by June or July, I'll have a van and it'll make things a little more easy, a little more roomy. So some of these cons will eventually fade away. Hopefully. But we'll see. So on to the second tier of pros and cons. Um, first tier, <clears throat> I mean, uh, second tier, first, second tier <laughs> in the pro is I can save up for a van. That's the second tier I would say is starting to play a factor in my ultimate decision making on doing this. And saving up for a van is huge, especially if you want to do the car life. Um I mean based off the math, I could at least have enough for a down payment in a month or two. Like, it'll be pretty quick to get that going. The only issue would be selling my car and all that stuff, like the process of making that happen. I'm sure it's not a huge thing, but it's something I'm relatively new to. I've never done that, never sold a car. So we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, that's one pro in the second tier column. The second one is... 
a minimalistic standard of living. So that kind of goes back to having less stuff. But this one is a little more specific because I'm acclimating to a life of less stuff. Not just having less stuff, but ha being used to living with less stuff. So that's really good. Also, uh, the, the last one on the second tier column for pro is more incentive to explore. So, and that that's a, that sh almost should be a first tier because that's that's a that's something you know. It's lately I've been having debates with myself whether I should go hiking or not. A lot of that has to do with winter, but. Living in my car, I feel like there would be a whole less, a lot less debate going on about whether I should go hiking or something because uh, you need something to do, especially on your days off. You can only study for so long, you can only read for so long, and then you're just like, okay, what else? What what now? I got twelve hours left of sunshine. What what's left? And so, yeah, just. More things, more incentive to just get out and go try new things. I've been hearing about there's places where you can go scuba diving and things like that. So, yeah. And so on to the cons in the second tier column. Uh, the first one is less hygienic. That's definitely an issue. Not a big issue. It would be an issue, let's say, if when Biden becomes president and he closes down gyms, that would be a, a small issue. I could work around it. There are devices you could use where you fill up it, fill up like this thing with water and kind of shower yourself with it. Also, baby wipes is a thing. Hygiene, it's... I, I, I can stay relatively clean still. Especially if the gym is open, where I can shower and stuff, but it's it can be a concern. There's there's more chances of it being an issue. So the the other con in the second tier column is no stove or refrigerator. That one that that's almost the first tier, but not quite. <clears throat> Because I, I'm pretty adaptable when it comes to food. It's Food has never really been a huge issue for me. I'm sort of like a dog in that sense where if, if it's in front of me, I'll eat it. I don't really think too much about what I'm eating. I, I, not, I, should, I should think about it a little more. But for the most part, I don't really care. It, it's something... It's it always came easy to me to just eat and kind of eat the same thing too, and it takes a while for me to really get tired of something. But without a stove, well, I shouldn't necessarily say that. I do have a, a camper stove for backpacking. It's very small. It's good for maybe boiling a pack of ramen or maybe some instant potatoes, things like that. You know, dehydrated food. I can I. I can make it work, Ooh. but for the most part, I can see myself eating just like cans of tuna, salmon, canned chicken, a lot of canned stuff, 
I've been actually practicing that a little bit lately. I just would, I'll open a can of peas or carrots and just eat straight from the can. I mean, it's it's not seasoned or anything, but it's fine, you know, it'll do. It'll give me some energy. So, yeah, that's why it's not necessarily in the first tier column, because I can do without it. I can do without a refrigerator. It's It's very doable. So on to the top tier pros and cons. And these are like the main decision-making areas. So the first one for the pro is the option to live and work in more places. You know, if I ever did decide to leave Salt Lake, uh, I would at that point have a pretty good amount of money saved up. I could... Uh, just go to a new place and find work and not necessarily a good paying job. You know, something, you know, I could make it, I could make it doable on part time, you know, cause what payments do I have? Hopefully at that point, maybe a van payment, but that's, that would going on, on a part time job with minimum wage, let's say that that would still, it would be like a week and a half of work to pay off my van. I would, that that's my guess on a part-time job with minimum wage. I would need to do the math on that. That's something I haven't done, but it's still like super doable. And that's, you know, that's talking about the worst case scenario for a job. Obviously, I would be looking for something that pays better, you know, I'm going to look for the one that will give me the most money and give me a reasonable amount of hours. So the next one is less distractions. Honestly, that was, that's what kind of sparked this whole idea to move back into my car was to have less distractions in my life. Because I was thinking about, oh, I'll just get rid of my television or or my console. I'll like ship it back home or something. But but that that was initially what sparked this whole thing was to have less distractions in my life, so I can focus on things that are more important. You know, the top priority things. <clears throat> and so yeah, that'll be a huge factor a lot less distractions. I hope. That's the thing, you know, a lot of these aren't set in stone. I, who knows what issues I'll be facing. You know, maybe I'll be looking to entertain myself, like I'll procrastinate in a more, in a more adventurous way instead of a, like being on my phone or playing games or something, you know, like my, a new version of being distracted would be going on more hikes or, you know, going to new places like scuba diving or taking more road trips, things like that. And, uh, but yeah, well, that's something we can cross when we get there. But, and the last top tier pro is just saving a lot of money. That's a big one, man. And, Oh, wait, I skipped one. Oh, shit. Well, okay, uh, 
Well, the the one I skipped actually goes in with this one. Saving a lot of money and having more money like to buy plane tickets and go on road trips. Like my savings will jump by like a thousand percent once this is going on. Also, another pro that I didn't really put is uh, working out. Like, more incentive to work out. Whenever I was on my road trip for two months, I was I would work out for like two hours a day. It would be one hour in the morning, and I'd take off, go to a new Planet Fitness, work out for another hour in the evening. And I was getting pretty toned. So, yeah, there's that. But yeah, saving a lot of money, that's a big one. And not only having more money to save, but also at the same time, being able to afford more plane tickets and road trips, you know, uh, able to go back home or able to go to Oregon to visit my friend Josh and uh, things like that. So that, yeah, that's a big one. And there's only two top-tier cons, and the first one is less safety. That That's kind of an issue. Um, I remember whenever, when I was on my road trip, and I was driving through Washington, and there's this place called Yancey, but I was so paranoid sleeping there. Because I would typically, you know, I would sleep in a Planet Fitness parking lot. And but this place had meth heads everywhere. There were cops patrolling all over the place. And it just, the the energy, the like the, the vibe I was getting, I was feeding from it. It was just not good. So that was the first time I went and sought out uh, a hospital. And I slept in the hospital parking lot. And actually, that actually seems more of a plausible, doable place instead of a... Because hospitals, they're 24 hours, and there's always cars there. And they got lights everywhere, and they're going to have cameras. So that, that, that probably gave me the idea that maybe I should sleep in hospital parking lots more often. But yeah, less safety is definitely an issue. Not a big one. I mean, if I was a, a female, there'd probably be a little bit more safety concerns. But but even if, you know, it's there's ways. If you're smart, if like you learn, there's areas like know where you're at and get a good feel of the place, you know, drive around the neighborhood, see what it's like, you know. Do the convenience stores have cages on them? If they do, I'd probably go somewhere else. Just things to look out for, you know? And, uh, yeah. And the last top tier in the cons is less privacy. That's a big one for me. That um, I really value my privacy. I love to just be able... I love to have the options, you know, to to walk around naked if I wanted to. Not saying I, that's a regular thing I do, but the option to do it is nice. And just 
room to spread yourself and just walk around and have a shower and a place to shit to yourself. And, uh, yeah, because whenever I, whenever I first got here, I would change in my car. Like I'd be at a, some trailhead and I'm in the parking lot and there's people everywhere (laughs) around my vehicle and I'm trying not to expose myself in my car while I change into my underwear or like new underwear or out of my underwear because there was a place where I wanted to go swimming and so I wanted to take my underwear off and yeah I'm just I'm getting naked in the back of my car while other people are also getting ready to go on this hike so I mean I have tinted windows and again if I get to a point where I can have a van a lot of these cons will fade off and it'll be and but I'll have newer cons but we'll worry about that whenever we get there but yeah those are there's only two top tier cons less privacy and safety privacy is a big one but so I tallied all these up and with cons I had 75 points you know because um Again, the first tier is 15 points, second tier, 10 points, third tier, 5 points. So adding them up, the cons have a total of 75 points. The pros have a total of 100 points. And so the pros win, but also, again, remember, I, I there is a slight pros. I have a, there's a slight favor for the pros to win. I maybe gave a few things more value than they probably deserved. Like let's would be one maybe saving up for a van. That could have been a third tier. Or some of these are separate too. Where I easily just could have made this one tier instead of I made two pros out of it something that could have been one pro, like saving a lot of money and also more money for a plane ticket, road trips. So, yeah, I did sort of tamper with the point system. But also that should mean, you know, that's an indication that it's something I feel like I should do. Because most people are going to have cons outweigh the pros, and if you like, if you're deciding to move in your car, it takes a special kind of person to to make sure that the pros outweigh the con. And you know, so and I also I just emailed my landlord about telling her I'm I'm going to buy out my lease at the end of February, and we'll see what she says and what the process will be, things like that. So it's pretty damn official at this point. Again, we'll see what she says. If I, I don't doubt that she would try to have some loophole where I also have to pay for March or something like that. I freaking hate dealing with landlords. But, um, yeah, the pros outweigh the cons. Um, it's... And a lot of this 
And there's a few cons that I probably should have put that I didn't, mainly just because I didn't really think about it. One of them being I'm not going to be acclimated for a while moving into my car, going from having an apartment with a bed and a mattress and a couch and a television and a stove and a refrigerator, and then suddenly not having any of those things. It's My body's going to take time to adjust, and I'm going to start like tricking myself into thinking I made a huge mistake, which, which in reality I just need more time to adapt to this new way of living. <clears throat> so, yeah... That'll, that's, that's something that's really going to mess with my head for a little bit. I, I'm anticipating that to happen, which should ease the blow a little bit. The fact that I'm going in ready to have those thoughts. But I think for the most part, it's very doable. And the SUV, living in my SUV is temporary, hopefully. It could get to a point where I just get used to it and don't even really think about getting a van instead. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Because I did get used to sleeping in my car when I was on my road trip. It took about a week. And the only thing that was hard to adjust, was just sleeping. I, I remember constantly poking my head out the window. Like, I'd wake up every hour just to, like, see if anyone's around me and things like that. I was just a little more paranoid at first. But eventually, I just started sleeping through it, stopped caring. And, uh, yeah, it all worked out. But it, it did take about a week or two for that to start happening. And then I would start sleeping like a baby. I would even sleep in, which is crazy. But, yeah. I I have high hopes for this transition. At the same time, I am anticipating a lot of mental adversity. You know, even if it's not going to happen. It's still good to prepare for it. You know, you don't want to trick yourself into thinking you're, you're the man and you can just handle it because that's how, that's how you have a rude awakening. It's better to anticipate the, the, what is it? The suck. That's what Jocko says. Like prepare for the suck. Hope that it won't, but just prepare for it, you know, prepare for the worst, hope for the best kind of thing, but I, I, I have high hopes, but I am mentally preparing for the suck, I, I really look forward to having money in my bank account that doesn't disappear every month due to my high rent, I do live in a fairly expensive place. The my my apartment itself is not a fancy place. It is a one bedroom shithole. But the location I I live about a mile or two from all of these mansions 
So it's a little expensive for like the perceived value of this place. But, and people have been asking me like, why not just get a roommate? Well, that kind of, as less paying less money isn't necessarily the, the point of this. It is a, a little bit, but it, even roommate, I'm still paying 600 to 800 a month with that. Maybe 400, but no payments at all would be nice unless I get a van. That, that'd be a payment I'm willing to make every month. But also less distractions. If I just get a roommate, it'll be the same shit with just slightly less to pay in rent every month. Also, another thing I should have added to the pros. This would probably be a third tier pro, but just to have a, a story to tell. That is living in your car can be interesting. For some people, it, you know, again it, it goes depends on the way you're perceiving it, the and the, the circumstance as to why you're living in your car. For some people, there would be a lot of shame to admit that you had to live in your car for a while. But for me, I, I would brag about it. You know, I, I voluntarily chose to live in my car after having an apartment for half a year and just, just deciding, you know, this probably might be better for me. Especially the more incentive to explore. That probably should have been a first tier. I made it a second tier, but oh, that's one thing I do remember doing a lot was finding something to do because I like I would read more whenever I was chilling in a city somewhere and I'm trying to be there for a few days to kind of just slow down my my adventure. I would read like an average of 70 to 100 pages a day when usually it's maybe 20, 10 to 20, sometimes 30. But I would read longer. I would be on my, like I would study longer. And, but I would still have so much day left. And I would work out longer. But still, I, I got hours left in the day, and I and hiking is, for the most part, free. There are a few places where you have to pay, like an entrance fee or a parking fee. But the fact that I'll also be working, trying to conserve small amounts of money will not really be an issue. Because when I was on my road trip, I was really trying to pay as little as I could just to prolong my my road trip. But the fact that I'll have a job where I'm making, I don't know, four to five hundred a month and three days a week, it's uh, there's a lot less concern about that. I'm sorry you had to hear that. Uh, but yeah. There's uh, something else that I should have put on maybe the cons list. I I just forgot, but point is the pros vastly outweigh the cons. 
And even if I added another con, it still would not be enough to catch up. Um, yeah, that's pretty solid. And I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting. I, I don't doubt that for a second. But this was a list I concocted while waiting for my clothes to dry. So it was like 30 minutes to make this list. And really thinking about it, too. Like, really trying to... And I, I did want to be as objective. Like, yes, I did give the pros more value than they deserve. But also, I was really trying hard to find all of the cons. Because... Because it's... Again, this is a decision where if I regret it, it's going to be a big regret. Maybe I shouldn't say that, because I I was already contemplating getting a new apartment before thinking about this. So at the least, I can just get a new apartment that's more affordable and more in my budget. So there's that. So it's not a, it's not a big regret. It's just I guess it would be a little stressful for a while. But hopefully also this will be at the beginning of March. And that's when things are beginning to cool off a little bit. You're still going to have snow in the mountains and people skiing, but April it would be it would be like a month of that. And I can adjust to live in my car when it's still pretty cold. Oh, spring will be amazing. That'll be a fucking ball of a time. Is that even a phrase? But I, the story would be good. That's a good time to live in your car in the spring. That's a great time. Oh, spring is an amazing time of the year. I don't know if fall or spring is better. Because they're, they're basically the same season, honestly. It's just going in the opposite direction, you know? Because fall is, you're going from summer to winter, and you're in that middle section where it's it's not too hot, it's not too cold. And then spring is that one where you're going into summer, but you're leaving winter, so it's not too hot, not too cold. I think spring might be my favorite time of year because, I don't know. Well... Spring, it, it rains a lot more in the spring, I'm pretty sure. And I love, I love me some rain. Mm, the fall is more aesthetically pleasing. You know, the, the leaves are dying. Whereas in the spring, the, the leaves are coming back. But the dying leaves are prettier to look at. But I don't know. That's a, that's a good, that's a tough question. But it's not really point of this podcast but yeah I think I got everything I wanted to say wanted to add but if there's something I left out in the pros and cons list feel free to let me know because I really want this to be a a solid list and I'm trying to be as objective as possible even though I did have give the pros a slight advantage. 
but because I really want the pros to work out. A lot of this, it, it, we really won't know until I actually decide to do this. And that's when, like, at that point, the pros and cons probably won't even matter. It'll be up to the way I'm taking it. But we'll see. We shall see. And again, if I hate it, I can just get a new apartment because that was kind of on the radar anyway. But also having the ability to buy more plane tickets and go on more trips. And the time to do so, too. Like, more incentive to go on the trips because I have nothing else going on. I'm, I, You know, I'm, I'm trying to entertain myself throughout the day. I'm trying to read, trying to study, trying to... Also, a con... Okay, one con would be... Uh, Trying not to get in the habit of buying fast food. Because, like, I did say that I'm pretty easy when it comes to, like, eating whatever. But occasionally, I would get fast food, and that would kind of open up a door to buying it more regularly. Because it's just easy, it's warm. And it's, you know, salty and greasy. It's good. So trying, that's one, that's like a a thing to really think about going into it. Like really try your hardest not to get a hot and spicy McChicken every day. Even though like, man, a hot and spicy McChicken from McDonald's, that's, that's a dollar. And you can get five of those puppies and get a solid meal. For five bucks, or even three bucks, three of them. Like, you can get a lot of bang for your buck at that place in terms of the protein and calories. Not the healthiest decision, but if you're malnourished, like I probably will be, um, it, it, your body will take what it can get, right? And if it's cheap, that's just a plus. But again, I'll, I'll have money. I'll be making money during this time. So, I, I, I can see myself eating out from time to time. And maybe even, this is another thing. Uh, it did, for a little bit, it did become a slight issue until I, I uh, realized it. Which, when I was on my road trip, I got a motel. And it was a great experience. It was like, I was already living in my car, staying in my car for three weeks at that point. And I decided to get a motel one night when I was in Eugene, Oregon <laughs> on my road trip. It's funny because that's where I ultimately decided to move to a year later. But yeah, I, I got a motel. It was a Sunday night. I got a six pack of beer and then Rick and Morty was playing. I was just, I had a good night. <laughs> that was a that's one of the, the best nights of the trip. Because it was a treat. I just had, I gave myself this little treat. But I, all, after that, it, it became a little more frequent where I would get a hotel. But, and it stopped becoming a treat because of that. 
And uh, I was, you know, a hotel can go for a cheap one, 40 to 60 bucks a night. And that's 60 bucks you can use for gas and food instead of a hotel. And that would, you know, like 60 bucks would add two or three more days to a road trip if you used it wisely. So, yeah, that's something to, to also consider. Like, it's really easy to fall back into those creature comforts that you, that you try to get, get away from. But they have their place, for sure. Uh, especially, like, when it's once in a while, when you make it a treat, not a regular thing. It's just the treats, man. <laughs> but I can, I can kind of see myself occasionally splurging, treating myself to a, a hotel, maybe like once a month or something. I don't know. We'll see. Because I, I will want a night where I want to drink and stuff, and I'm not going to drink in my car. I think that's illegal anyway. Um, so, yeah, I can, I can see myself doing that a couple times. And if I'm working, it wouldn't be a big issue. But also, I want to save money and just keep saving and saving until I can get a van and yada, yada. Also, I like the idea. It's something I've been thinking a little bit about, and I, I did mention it in the pros and cons list. I don't know if I would, but I the idea is there. Like, the option is definitely there, which is if I want to leave Salt Lake, I can just hop over to a new city, a new state, find work, work there for a little bit, you know, have a temporary gig, and then go to a new place and kind of do that. Be remote in that sense. Like the option to work remotely has always been a thing for me. And this isn't necessarily what I had in mind, but it is a version of that. Because Xfinity has hotspots all over the country in almost every nook and cranny of every city. So... Wi-Fi wouldn't be an issue. I can still study. I can still do all that stuff. But I do like the idea. Maybe maybe after a few months, I can consider something like that. But I, w I would want to stay here long enough to where I could go on a two-month-long road trip if I wanted to. And that wouldn't take much time to have that kind of money. Like, yeah, save up long enough to where if I wanted to take a road trip, I wouldn't have to worry about money for a good while. And then after that, find a job at some place somewhere and settle for a while and save up again and do it over. Community will be an issue. Having friends will be an issue. It may get lonelier living in my car. Especially if I if I do that travel thing. And that, that honestly, that really is a thing that gets overlooked. Especially f with someone like me who is very introverted. But 
I'm sort of at a point in my life I've experienced enough to understand how valuable uh, relationships are and to have them in your life. And living in my car and road tripping all the time, it, you, it's a lonely endeavor. And that's something that, that's one of those areas of road tripping that gets overlooked because, you know, people romanticize just living their life and going, traveling everywhere and just meeting new people. Yeah, you can meet new people, but it's very hard to maintain a, an emotional attachment with them. You're, like, you're meeting them and then you're gone a day later. So you, you, didn't, you didn't really build an emotional bond with that person. And that's where it matters. You can still meet people and be very lonely. But, yeah, that's something to think about, too. But also, yeah, I can see myself going to bars more, things like that. It's COVID, though, COVID time, and that'll make things a little weird. But it's we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I've been lonely long enough. I'm kind of used to it at this point. I have a friend, maybe two. One of them's leaving. He's going to go live in his car in Florida. But he's leaving Salt Lake uh, Valentine's Day. That's when his lease is over. And yeah. He, yeah. That's his, that's his thing. He wants to go to Florida and do his stuff. But I'll be here for a while. And I like my job. I like the schedule it gives me, you know, three to four days a week. And still get more than enough money to pay for things. But yeah, that, that might be... I Obviously, I'm, I'm going to be forgetting something, but... Oh well, well, as I as I as I get closer to it, I'll probably start thinking a little more about it. As I get nervous, and I'll probably have some regret, like shit. I want to redo this, but yeah, but I think that's it. All right, peace out, guys. Later.